0: Back with a post conference finals Brick House Podcast. I'm Bob Johnson.
1: And I'm Matt Baker. If you have any NBA finals hot takes you want to send straight at us, you can find us at Brick House Pod on Twitter. I'm at Hey, it's Matt Baker. You can email us through the website, BrickHousePodcast.com. If you want to go to iTunes and rate and review the show, that would be a big help. Other than that, I hope you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend, everybody.
0: A shout out to Lisa K. I saw last week. She corrected us. The Clippers, in fact, do have a hot dog cannon. Right.
1: (laughs) I was kind of hoping it was a cannon that shot actual hot dogs, but it's just, yeah.
0: Oh, it shoots t-shirts out of a hot dog? That's disappointing. You know, Matt, when I was in high school, I had a poster that had Janis Joplin, Kurt Cobain, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix... They're all kind of... It was like a a painting poster.
1: 27 Club poster?
0: Yeah, Forever 27. Okay. That's the the title of it. They're hanging out in some kind of afterlife. I think after last night, Houston missing 27 threes in a row. The 2018 Rockets should be (laughs) added to the Forever 27 poster. I didn't
1: even think about that. That's uh, brutal.
0: Just like those musicians will always wonder, what if? Right. Amy Winehouse, too. Amy was 27? Yeah. I saw somebody on Twitter crunch the numbers and calculated the odds of the Rockets who shot 36% from three on the season. Right. The odds of them missing 27 in a row were 186,000 to one.
1: Yeah, you, I texted you earlier about that and how it's got to be nearly impossible to do what they did. And you came back quickly with 187,000 <laughs> to one or whatever it was. So I thought either that was you making up a number or
0: you researched it. I have no idea if that's true or how to, you know, prove that number, but I saw it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So it's correct. Real news. So last night, the NBA decided that uh, for the biggest game of the year, the most anticipated game going to be way more exciting than the NBA finals. Sure. Warriors game seven. They decided the head referee should be the most hated NBA referee. Mm -hmm. That guy's name is Scott Foster. Allow me to, uh, to tell you this a little is, bit about Scott Bob, it's Foster. your
1: show. Go, you have the microphone. <laughs> go off as long as you want.
0: So in January 2016, the LA Times conducted an anonymous survey of nearly three dozen NBA players, coaches, assistant coaches, and mm-hmm. were asked to name the league's three worst referees. Okay. The runaway winner. Yes. With 10 more votes than the runner-up. Tony Brothers. Scott Foster. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, you can't talk to him. This is a quote from a player. You know, some refs will say, you know what? I made a mistake. I saw it at halftime. You were right. Scott Foster thinks he never made a mistake. Mm-hmm. The players see the stats of how he is on the road. He always likes to help the road teams. He loves to stick it to home
1: huh. teams. Well, it's funny you say, they say you can't talk to him because every time they show him, he's talking with one of the players. Maybe you can't talk to him, but he seems to be always talking to them. Oh, well, you talk to him, you get a technical foul. Yeah, fair enough.
0: The Rockets now are zero and three at home this postseason when Scott Foster is refing, and seven and zero at home this postseason when he's not refing. Huh. Uh, in the last two postseasons, they are zero and six in games that Scott Foster is the referee. Okay. Uh, there was somebody who liked Scott Foster though. Once upon a time, maybe you've heard of him. His name's Tim Donahue. Oh, I've heard of him. So the records show that Tim Donaghy placed 134 calls to Scott Foster, more than the 126 calls that Donaghy made to his bookie in the same time frame between mm. October 2006 and April 2007. Who's the real bookie at that point? Yeah, this is, this is that time where he confessed either betting on games or passing on information to gamblers. So the majority of the phone calls lasted no more than two minutes and occurred prior to and after games Donahue officiated on on where he admitted to uh, wagering on the games. With the exception of 150 calls Donahue placed to Thomas Martino, Mm -hmm. to whom he says he provided picks to win games, Donahue made the most calls to Scott Foster than anybody else in that same time period. The second most times that he called any other referee in the NBA? Tony Brothers. Thirteen times. Okay. (laughs) It may have been TV.
1: Yeah. This is a real question I'm about to ask. Why is Scott Foster still refereeing basketball games? Well, Matt,
0: you know, we like to wear our tinfoil hat here at Brick House. Sure. More on that later. (laughs) (laughs) It's been 11 years since the Donahue scandal. Right. But I thought so at the time, and I still think to this day, Tim Donahue was not a lone wolf. Donahue just admitted that he never made game, made calls to fix games, but rather used the information that the NBA gives to refs before games and used that to advantage to predict how games were going to be called. Okay. For example, there's a famous one that he talked about Allen Iverson, you know, mm-hmm. before an Allen Iverson game, I think it was in Denver, the refs all got a memo that Iverson was you know, traveling before he put the ball down or he was carrying the ball right? with his, uh, his crossover. Makes fit. sense. He had like six carry calls in that particular game. Wow. And the Nuggets, who were a favorite, ended up losing and, or not covering the spread. Okay. So Scott Foster was definitely involved in this. He was cleared. Tim Donahue was made the scapegoat. Uh-huh. But I'm sure that he's not the only one that's still out there fixing games.
1: Well, now if you're Scott Foster, you've got to think on some level you're untouchable, you would imagine, right? He certainly acts like it. Yeah,
0: Donahue said that Foster would go into the locker room at halftime and look at the stats sheet to look at free throws. If the free throws was the, like too much of a disparity, he would come out in the third quarter and make sure to get a couple of cheap ones so that it would even out more Mm -hmm. of the free throws. Right.
1: The last thing you want to do if you're a ref is look bad, right, in front of your 20,000 of your most rabid fans.
0: Everyone's there to see you, right? That's what Chris Paul said in January when he was tossed out of a game by Scott Foster. Uh This is actually one of the games that ended up starting the whole refs and players union summons at the All-Star break in February. Right. Because... Scott Foster gave Chris Paul a tech. To be fair, Chris Paul probably says a lot of dirty shit that, you know, should get technical fouls. Okay, right. But Chris said of this after the game, called him out personally, said, Yeah, it's Scott Foster at his finest. You know what I mean? He just never fails. That's Scott. I got a tech. That's history there. He's the man. That's who they pay to see. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. Me,
1: I pay to see Tony
0: Brothers. (laughs) I just wanted a third Tony
1: Brothers If you
0: recall, the ref in game one of the Rockets Warriors, also a home Rockets game that was ref by Scott Foster that the Rockets (laughs) lost. Right. He was the ref that threw up the pump fake of the uh, jump ball. There was a jump ball at some point (laughs) in the game and and threw a pump fake where both the players go flying into the air. Just Scott Foster being Scott Foster. But, hey, he got his wish. Now we know his name. He's getting – and he's got talked about for –
1: Seven minutes on the NBA's most premier podcast, Bob. <laughs> Hashtag Scott
0: Foster. Yeah. Uh, in case you're curious, the refs who were voted uh, most popular sure. in 2016. Give me that
1: sweet, sweet Tony Brothers. <laughs> Danny Crawford. Okay, yeah. You Wait, got... what?
0: Danny Crawford. Oh, no not relation. Joey Crawford. No relation Sorry. to Joey Crawford. Sorry,
1: I thought you said Joey Crawford. You know who First. was second place? Who? Joey Crawford. Oh, okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. That's kind of... I don't know. Maybe he gets a bad
0: rap. I think he was so bad in 2016, it was almost endearing. Yeah. Uh, it may have been his last year in the <laughs> yeah. NBA. Monty McCutcheon was third okay. place, uh, most uh, beloved referee. Did it
1: say who the other two worst referee were? Yeah, I got any
0: guesses. Uh, Foster was first with 24 votes. I don't know.
1: I, I don't know a ton of them. It wouldn't be
0: Bill Kennedy, right? Another ref who's not a big fan of Chris Paul, that's Lauren Holtkamp. Okay got second place with 14 votes and mark davis who is the uh the bald black referee who also likes to make the game all about him
1: they put one of the female referees on the worst referee list huh lauren holtkamp yeah just shows that women can do anything men can do these days bob (laughs) they can be just as bad at refereeing as the men
0: all right so our show today that's a big segment it's called finals not finals we're going to discuss some of the things that we've seen in the NBA and throughout the, the, the course of the year in pop culture history mm-hmm. right. that will be the final or, or what we predict will be the final time we will see this. And then other things that we predict will not be the final time. OK. Finals, not finals. Matt, sadly, it's the final TNT broadcast of the oh, season. Yes. It's going to be another five months until my favorite television show returns inside the NBA.
1: Another five months before we get to hear about how Charles Barkley has never won a championship. (laughs) I just finished reading Jackie McMullen's book on Larry Bird and Magic Johnson. They talk about the dream team a little bit. And even then, they were like, Charles, you haven't won anything. You can't be in this conversation. (laughs) So uh, poor Chuck has, for 30 years, just been constantly reminded about how he never won a championship.
0: And then we wonder why he eats donuts all day and refuses (laughs) to go to the doctor.
1: The fat lady singing. That is a final. Uh, when the fat lady sings. Yeah, about
0: four minutes to go in the fourth quarter. I heard her last night. That's that's the, that's the a final thing. You know it's over. I think that's when Kevin Durant hit that uh, shot right in James Harden's face. Right. Uh, finals, not finals. Not the final theme park that we're going to see in Westworld mm-hmm. yet. Far from it. We've seen three of the six parks so far. I won't spoil it if you haven't caught up yet. Uh-huh. My favorite theme park in Westworld, though, like of the unknown parks, if I had to imagine one that I would pay my hard-earned money to go and see, Mm -hmm. I imagine would look almost exactly like NBA Summer League. Yeah. NBA Summer League world.
1: (laughs) The Hey Sam Hinky ride. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Only it wouldn't, uh, you know, blow me off thirty seconds into uh, talking to me. (laughs) Shout out, Sam. Not final.
1: Olive Garden's breadsticks, Bob. No. Those are never-ending. <laughs> you can have as many of those as you want. I'll also accept Red Robin's bottomless fries. <laughs> those things are never final. You can, just, you can sit
0: there for hours and just munch away. Well, now we know where to find Charles Barkley. <laughs> yeah. After seeing the movie Annihilation and seeing what it did at the box office, I think it's safe to say that will be the final movie we see adapted from that book series. Yes. Same goes for Stephen King's Dark Tower. Although yeah. I hear they're making a TV show.
1: It might work better as a TV show from what I hear. It's a long saga. Yeah. Bob, one thing is that is not final, there's no end in sight to this, is Brandon Knight's contract. As a oh. Suns fan, it just seems to be going on forever. It's one of those things that just kind of renews itself for five years every year. One yeah. of these
0: days. completely forget that he's on the team at all. hmm on a similar note, uh, this year it was apparently not the final year for Doc Rivers and the l <laughs> a LA Clippers relationship, <laughs> yeah. keeping the rivers wild on their side. They reached a contract extension with with Doc i I'm didn't not, see this yeah i'm not I'm not totally against it. okay. It makes me think that the Clippers are going to attempt to do a very hard task, which the Rockets did you know mm-hmm. over the past five years, which is to stay competitive, relevant, maybe go after some free agents, try and just keep Shuffling the deck until eventually you get a good hand. With Jerry West there and Doc Rivers out of the president's seat, yeah, I'm less suicidal about this. Sure,
1: they and Harris and some of those guys, Lou Williams. They, ha- it's not like they're a bad team. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Not like they're a terrible team.
0: <laughs> Don't forget, Austin Rivers is still on the team.
1: Here's a final thing for you, smart and final. Okay. <laughs> Founded in 1912, the Santa Ana Grocery Company mainly supplied feed and grain to local farmers. But in 1914, J.S. Jim Smart, and a banker from Saginaw, Michigan, and H.D. Hildane Final bought the company and changed the name to Smart and Final Wholesale Grocers. I thought the name Smart and Final had something to do with like being smart with your money and our prices are final, but it was literally the last names. Of the two people who bought the company over 100 years ago. That's pretty incredible, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it?
0: And this is just a prediction, but I hope I'm right. This is the final finals we see between LeBron James Cavaliers and the Golden State Warriors. Right. The made field goals in the Eastern Conference Finals really show how much LeBron is carrying this team. So the Cavs made... 172 field goals and throughout the entire Eastern Conference Finals, LeBron James had 86. The other Cleveland starters, 86. Interesting. How many other starters are there
1: on a the team? Four starters. Okay, yes, yeah, so that's what I thought. I didn't. I want to make sure they didn't change the rules. <laughs> Bob, I don't know if this is how this works, but I'm going to give it a go. John Snow being dead. Not final. No.
0: <laughs> Spoiler, Matt.
1: Okay, sorry. I uh, I thought I'd give a Thrones reference a shot. Is this how you Thrones reference on the show, Bob? It's good. It's okay. Good. Yeah, I didn't know if I uh, I was thinking about you know putting in some crazy made up name, but I couldn't pronounce it, so I just went with John <laughs> Snow.
0: Very easy name to pronounce, but that's not final, from what I hear. To be continued. To be... <laughs> Uh, it's a reminder that we haven't heard the final word from Lavar Ball and his oh, family. Oh, sure. He may have been a little quiet mm-hmm. for for a bit, but uh, that doesn't mean it's over. Leangelo Ball is actually scheduled to work out for the Lakers today. Great. Can't wait. And has a workout with the Golden State Warriors on June oh, 10th. Could you imagine? That's That would be next-level Warriors trolling. To be fair, I think Leangelo Ball couldn't have done much worse this year than El Dang or Zaza Pachulia.
1: And I read somewhere that... Someone reported he actually kind of took his time in Lithuania
0: seriously. Did you see that? I saw the Ball in the Family documentary. I would say he took the time more seriously than Mellow Ball. Okay. But that is a pretty low bar. Okay, fair enough. I do have some bonus Ball Brothers content for you. I was hoping so. To break up the final, not final segment. Okay. This just in, Lonzo Ball thinks ranch dressing is lit. He said this week, quote, Every vegetable is pretty much nasty except for carrots because when you got ranch, ranch is lit. You put ranch on it, then it's good. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like vegetables. He's a very picky eater, Ronzo sure. Ball. Uh, he did make a list of foods that he does think are lit and okay. not nasty. Okay. Here's the entire list. <laughs> Thank you. Steak. Oh, sure. Lit. Yeah. Chicken. Not nasty. Pancakes. Lit. All breakfast food. That's more than one food I Okay, yeah. Pringles. Mm-hmm. Rice Krispies. Cheez-Its. The aforementioned ranch. That's, <laughs> that's it. That's Lonzo Ball's that's diet. His diet. <laughs> okay. It's working for him, I
1: guess. One thing that's not final whenever a player or coach says, I love it here, I'm not going anywhere. That is a very not final statement, as we've come to know. That usually means that they don't love it there and they are going anywhere else but where they are. Yeah, I think the same could be applied to Paul George. Mm hmm. I'm not saying that's who inspired me to write that, Bob, but I might have been looking at something about
0: Paul George when that popped into my head. This is uh, this may be wishful thinking. I hope I'm right. Final season that we see Jason Tatum rock his current hairdo. Oh, okay. Dude looks like he's wearing a swimmer's cap out there. You know, <laughs> people have said his hair looks like it's painted, painted on. Painted on, right. Someone reach out to this man. Get him some help.
1: Here's a, a final for you. In 1946-47... Going way back. Pete Lalich and Don Elason, Eliason, Eliason started the famous chain of <laughs> groceries, Kalevich and Eliason. Yeah. No, they played in their only game in their NBA careers. Ooh, okay? Okay. Neither player scored. So they Bummer. one game, neither player scored. Way back in the 40s, eight players this past year played in one game And it was the only game of their career so far. So we'll see how many play in another game. It was like Justin Patton was one of them. So obviously he's going to play in another game, you would imagine. Not as long as on Coach Tibb's team. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But you would imagine a first-round pick would. But it'll be interesting to see how many of those players end up
0: not playing another game in their career. You know what? It's not the final preview we've seen for Uncle Drew in these playoffs. Yeah. TNT was really pushing the movie hard, since apparently half the TNT crew was an actor (laughs) in the movie. Reggie, Chris Webber, Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah. But something tells me the Pepsi commercial-turned-feature film will be promoted during these ESPN-ABC finals, too. Yeah, it might be.
1: There's a pretty decent chance that that happens. If we've learned—here's where the tinfoil hat comes back into play. One final thing, the ice wall.
0: (laughs) Is this Game of Thrones too?
1: No, this is real life. This is uh, the ice wall that protects the border of the flat earth. Oh, yes. So at some point when you go far enough on earth, you hit hit the ice wall that apparently is there to protect you. And hold the ocean in. Hold the ocean in and protect you from falling off the earth. Along the edges of our local area exists a massive 150-foot ice wall. (laughs) 150-foot ice wall is on the coast of Antarctica. The ice wall is a massive wall of ice that surrounds Antarctica. The shelf of ice is several hundred meters thick. That's what buoys itself against the raging waters of the Earth.
0: We hope it's not final. Otherwise, the bathwater of the ocean will will roll out of the... uh... Exactly. (laughs) uh,
1: This nearly vertical ice front to the open sea is more than 50 meters high above the water's surface.
0: What website are you getting this information
1: from? Uh, the <laughs> But So that that is the final The typos
0: thing. are in the, each paragraph.
1: <laughs> yeah. When you reach the final <laughs> piece of the flat earth, you will come to face-to-face with the ice wall.
0: Matt, hopefully his latest arrest is the final wake-up call for Glenn, Big Baby Davis. Oh, sure. Turns out Big Baby can't stop being a big baby. TMZ report, reported that he's been arrested for felony assault. After on almost, a bag
1: of Doritos, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Almost hit a man with his car. Oh. Davis slammed him onto the concrete after the victim confronted him and was hospitalized with facial fractures, broken tooth, broken ribs. Big baby surrendered on Friday. was booked and released on a $50,000 bail, which we know he has. He was caught earlier in the year with 92000 in cash and uh, 126 grams of marijuana. Hey. Been a rough year for for the babe, right?
1: <laughs> Something that's soon to be final, Bob. But I put it in the final okay. category. LeBron's career with Dan Gilbert. Notice how I didn't say LeBron's career with the Cavs. I just think that uh. I just think that him and Dan Gilbert are done, and he could resurface on the Cavs at some point. I think that's safe. Mm-hmm.
0: Not final. Not the final podcast from NBA players. They just needed the offseason to get back into it. Here's a mm-hmm. couple of highlights. From NBA players podcast this week, mm-hmm. on the JJ Redick podcast, he talked about playing against the Celtics. Right, and Jalen Brown loved this. Yeah, I love this quote. <laughs> Jalen Brown uh, called me a bitch. Mm-hmm. He said, "I told him I don't play that." He said, "Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay sorry." sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> it's a stunned. Oh, okay, sorry, sir. Twenty-one
0: year old learning the ropes in yeah. the NBA. CJ CJ McCollum also making podcast waves. He stole our Speculator segment on the Woj Pod this week, actually. He said, I wish Paul George nothing but the best, and I'm sure he'll enjoy that California sunshine next season.
1: He also made a reference about LeBron joining Portland, which I didn't know fit under the very strict laws of tampering, Bob. (laughs) It is close to Nike. Something that's not final Russell Westbrook's fashion choices. There is no finality to those. Those are always every which way you could possibly be. Although, Chris Paul gave him a run for his money this week. DC entered the arena in a full cowboy outfit, cowboy hat. Oh,
0: I missed that. Yeah. When Westbrook does wear an outfit, it is the final time he wears it. Oh. He donates his his outfit after wearing it once. Oh, that's great. Except for the... uh, the photographer outfit, I'm sure that's hanging up in his trophy room from yeah. when he trolled Kevin Durant. Fashion Hall of Fame. Oh, here's, here's one for you, Matt. I haven't been in college for a while, but I was reading about students taking their finals. Oh, yeah, sure. So this is finals about finals. Finals about finals. A student created a place where students could cope with the reality of their exam responsibilities. Oh man. This is a University of Utah senior named Nemo Miller. Uh He created a standalone closet that he put in the uh, school library where stressed-out students could go for a good cry. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) KSL TV reported, hashtag cry closet caught on quickly. Even with the suggested 10-minute time limit, at Gemini tweeted, she stayed in there 11 minutes, but feels so much better. Thank you to whoever built this. Can we add a box of tissues, please? Oh, wow.
1: Demanding. Once you give them an inch, they'll take a mile.
0: Nemo Miller filled the closet with stuffed animals and soft materials. He said, quote, I think everyone just needs a safe space sometimes, even if it's in a very public place. Matt, the Rockets have booked their trip to the University of Utah. (laughs) Oh, man. Too soon. Trip at the hashtag cry
1: closet. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Something that's not final. The end of Avengers: Infinity War. Oh my god! You see
0: it? I saw that the last time LeBron James didn't make the finals, we were two years away from the first stupid Avengers movie. Oh coming wow! Out. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's what happened. Well, this one they give you a little clue because they call it the Infinity War, which means it just goes on forever, or what I assume is forever. Another movie, one that's not final. Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare that came out in 1991. There were three more Freddy Krueger movies after that, Bob. <laughs> so it was
0: not the final nightmare. Yeah, I have a I have a little segment about uh, part fours of movies coming up. To, oh, great. To compare to the Cavs, Warriors. The part
1: four is always the best part of the trilogy.
0: <laughs> not the final finals we see LeBron in, if for nothing else, to to break some more records. So LeBron is up there as the fourth most finals appearance for any for any team team sure the lakers have the most finals appearances with 31 the celtics have 21 after the win last night the warriors now have 10 okay and lebron this is his ninth finals appearance the sixers also have nine you know from uh, their entire like 50 year history yeah, of the right NBA.
1: it is kind of shocking that the warriors have 10 like you forget that they they made a whole bunch early on. Yeah,
0: it was, it was before we were born. Yeah, <laughs>
1: a little bit, a few years, a few decades. The Final Countdown by Europe. Yes. A wonderful song. I'm glad someone used it. <laughs> Did you have that really It was down? only in my head every time I was trying to write one of these. Yeah, that had to, that had to happen. It, I've heard people say it's the best song of all time. <laughs> I personally didn't say it, but I've heard someone say it. It is a, it is a wonderful song.
0: I'm going out on a limb and saying this week was the first and final time someone said, will say Kyle Korver had a better season than Carmelo Anthony. Ooh. Did you see this? That Carmelo Anthony actually took time away from his to get away from his vacation to comment on Instagram. Uh, someone posted, <laughs> no one would have thought 15 years ago that Korver would be a better player now than Melo. And Melo wrote, had to comment on this. F-O-H.
1: Let's take a minute and remember... One of the greatest final games in NBA history, career, history, history, career, whatever those words, in some (laughs) order. Kobe Bryant's final game, Bob. Mm. It was a very Kobe final game for anybody, just jacking up shots, but making them. He totally took the spotlight away from 73 wins for the Warriors. Remember they were happening simultaneously?
0: Right, right. First guy to shoot 50 shots since uh, Rick Barry, I believe. Oh, yeah, Even that's 70s. right.
1: 50 <laughs> shots, just jacking it up. But for all that being said, it was quite the spectacle to watch.
0: Oh, I watched that over the Warriors game yeah. for sure. Selling $27,000 hats. Oh, yeah, and jerseys, all that. Get Out, movie by Jordan Peele. Not the final social thriller from Ooh, Jordan Peele. Okay. Earlier this month, he announced the title of his new movie. It's called Us. Oh, interesting. He didn't say what the plot is about, but let's not rule out that it's about everyone on the Cleveland Cavaliers not named Kevin Love.
1: Oh, yeah. Something that's not final, but I have a uh, breaking news addendum (laughs) at the end of this. Okay. (laughs) Things that aren't final. Sitcoms that ended in the 90s. They're all back, Bob. You notice how they're bringing them all back? Breaking news, Roseanne's co- show was canceled today. Really? They brought her show back, renewed it for a second season, Then she jumped on Twitter and started saying some uh, not good stuff, and they pulled the plug. Was it racist? It might have been a little racist, Bob. That Roseanne. She uh, basically deleted the tweet, stopped tweeting, and then uh, got her show canceled, so... Wanda Sykes, who was one of the executive producers, left the show. People were condemning her. So when I wrote this, sitcoms were back. <laughs> but by the time we recorded it, most of the
0: sitcoms were back. So well, maybe maybe we can get the Olsen twins on Full Fuller, House. Fuller House. Hopefully Inez Cantor will be the final NBA player to dye his hair gray. Oh, okay. I know Dennis Rodman must have done it at some point, either silver or gray. Right. He had the white, I know. White. Yeah. Cisco. Of, oh, uh, Cisco did it. Yeah. The thong song and right. Drew Hill. Drew Hill. Had
1: that chrome dome for a minute there. Drew Hill's a great name. Why don't we have any... We don't have a sports guy, Drew Hill, right? I like that name. It should be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Inez Cantor this week had a, a very questionable hair choice. He, not only did he dye his hair gray which, okay. you know, as a, as a man, you know, aging in his 30s, I am not uh, in a rush to add more gray to my hair. But he, Is he trying to sneak into
1: Turkey or <laughs> back to his home country?
0: Almost as questionable as the hair choice was how he chose to share it. On Instagram, someone took a picture of Inez Cantor taking a selfie. Cantor's holding his phone right. taking a picture, but the photo on Instagram is someone else taking a picture of Cantor taking the picture. And that's the real
1: selfie, Bob.
0: I think the dying went directly into his brain. <laughs> yeah.
1: Is it time to say that anybody else's chances in the West is completely worth final go of anybody else's chances, Bob? Yeah, well no one's making the finals in the West this year besides no, the Warriors. No, I just think it's uh I mean what do what do we have to do? What who can beat them next
0: year? What's the plan? Abandon all hope ye who enter here. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey is writing that on in blood on his office wall right now. Yeah. Not the final time Nick Young will skirt his responsibilities to go turn up. Mm. Did you see the post-game quote? Ernie Johnson interviewed the entire... Golden State Warriors and wanted to single out Nick Young since it's his first trip to the NBA Finals. Right. Nick Young said, I don't really want to be interviewed right now. It looked like he hit a vape in the locker room, <laughs> like <laughs> directly after the win. He said he didn't want to be interviewed right now. He just wants to go turn up. Mm-hmm. Nick Young. Look for him to miss his first five threes on Thursday. Yeah, but it coming be, down from turning up. Yeah,
1: it'll but it'll be the most turned up five <laughs> threes anyone's ever missed. <laughs> Not final as of this moment. Dirk and Vince Carter's careers. Oh yeah. They are still going strong. What will this be twenty one seasons in? Twenty, twenty one? Twenty one for Dirk. And Vince Carter. He was 90, 98 oh, also. the same right? draft? Yeah. Steamrolling into the twenties here and in, in the career. Dirk is under contract, I think. Vince Carter is not, but neither have shown any sign that they're they're letting up. So
0: Carter has been working for the studios this playoffs, oh, though, too. okay. Him and Richard Jefferson were on NBA TV.
1: It's always interesting to me, the, the fight among those guys to see who, because it is a huge competition to see who's coming up next and who will get those spots.
0: Matt, so. this may be premature. I think the Detroit Pistons may have gave the final coaching job ever to Stan Van Gundy. Oh, wow. Not that it won't stop him from being rumored any time an NBA team fires their coach. Mm -hmm. His brother, Jeff Van Gundy, is still being discussed for coaching jobs despite not coaching since 2007. Sure. Let's not forget, Stan Van turned down the Warriors position because he wanted more autonomy with players and personnel. He didn't want to get fired like he was in Orlando. Kind of backfired on him there. I think he may be developing a Dwight Howard-like reputation. He clearly belongs in the NBA. He has the talent. Uh, The question is, with so many other people to choose from, does anyone want him?
1: Mm, You can only be a retread for so long. You can only put new tread on those old tires before you have to just get new tires.
0: His voice was made for television, though. (laughs) I am really excited to maybe have one day two Van Gundy brothers calling an NBA game. That's
1: that's almost too much calling (laughs) it calling a Dwight Howard NBA game
0: who do you think lasts longer in the NBA who do you think will have the last season still on an NBA sideline Dwight Howard or Stan Van Gundy
1: someone's gonna give Van Gundy another job you think so I think if if it's not in the next couple years it will be five to ten years okay because they you always uh
0: they kept bringing George Carl back
1: sure but it always looks you know you get far enough away and people don't people forget the flaws Right, oh, there is Vivek Rana Dive. I <laughs> yeah, forgot. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right. Which also will mean five more years of brick house, Bob. Yes. More breaking news. Okay. Dante DiVincenzo, final decision, staying in the draft. Staying in the draft? Yes, wow. the national championship hero, staying in. Villanova loses another player. They could have four first-round draft picks this year. Holy cow. Which would be...
0: Pretty good for a team not named Kentucky or Duke. Well, you know the college basketball more than me. Does Vincenzo have a chance of a first-round pick?
1: Oh, yeah. He had a bunch of good measurables in the combine for whatever that means. Oh,
0: measurables. That's good. <laughs> uh,
1: well, allow me to say words <laughs> that sound important, Bob, that mean nothing. Wingspan. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, length. Vertical leap. Vertica- verticality. Verticality. Yeah also a thing that's final final destination okay (laughs) see the thing about that is it tricks you but then it it comes for you death comes for you that's what you can't cheat death you can't cheat death that's the that's the moral of the story
0: part four of that movie also no good there will be a final time i watch the chris paul shimmies on steph curry video now there will never be a final time i (laughs) I take that back When I wake up in the middle of the night this summer, can't sleep, because the rockets missed 27-threes in a row, and Scott Foster works for the mob. I'll just play that shimmy video five, six times, go yeah. right back to bed.
1: Sure. One more for you. that's final, just a shout out to the old commission, but a David Stern decree, you know, that was a man who, what he said was final, regardless of if it made sense, <laughs> or if people liked it, or if it affected anything whatsoever. You knew when David Stern spoke. was final for basketball reasons right (laughs) exactly that's a very final get out of my face with that crazy stuff
0: matt the final season of game of thrones is coming no
1: please don't
0: i would say we'd have to get all our i watch game of thrones and you don't watch game of thrones jokes out but i got a feeling there's going to be a minimum 97 (laughs) spinoffs coming soon right to hbo
1: you can bet on amazon prime to pick up that universe,
0: <laughs> the mountain origin stories. As long as the ending of the original show doesn't mean the end of Game of Zones, it's okay uh, with me. Did you watch the latest
1: NBA 1K?
0: Oh, yeah, with all the rookies. Was yeah. that the latest one? Yeah, it was pretty good. That
1: was that was really good. Yeah, shout that out Game great. of
0: Zones. You guys are killing it. Not the final time that we're going to get part four jokes. Here are some movie series with a part four that we may... Get comparisons to. Okay. In these NBA finals. Lay them on me. Batman and Robin, 1997. George Clooney's Nipples, Batgirl. Oh, yeah, the,
1: the best of all the superhero movies, I agree.
0: Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
1: Once again, it has everyone's favorite actress,
0: Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Shop, The Next Cut. That was part four. And, well, it came after Beauty Shop, which was the third installment. Okay. All right. In the Universe.
1: In the universe, this was part four.
0: Let's don't forget about the crow, part four, subtitle "Wicked Prayer." This was not
1: (laughs) okay. This was not a Brandon Lee vehicle, right?
0: I mean, he was murdered in the first
1: one, so no, no, he He died. Did he die while filming the second one? Was it the second one or the first one? I thought it was the first one. Oh, it could have been.
0: Lethal Weapon four, not bad. Okay, Chris Rock, Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, sure. Also, much better than the Thunderdome, right? Oceans Eight coming out next week. I mean, they went from eleven, twelve, thirteen, back to eight.
1: It's tough. It's tough times for the uh, theft industry. Bob, <laughs> you can't you can't take on eleven. You have to cut it down. Maybe. I'd
0: love to see LiAngelo Ball in Oceans fourteen, though. That would be great. Oh he's, sure, he's master thief. Yeah, <laughs> Rambo. Rambo. First Blood was actually the first one. It wasn't until the fourth installment, just uh, you know, in the past ten years, that they got around to calling the movie Rambo. Meatballs 4. Don't forget Meatballs 4 <laughs> with old wow. Corey Feldman. Wow. Or uh, some, some horror flicks. They like to make a lot of sequels. Yes. Uh, Pumpkinhead 4, Blood Feud. Okay. Insidious 4, The Last Key. Yeah. My favorite, Mirror Mirror 4, subtitle Reflection. That
1: is that is great. I also I also had no idea that there was a movie
0: called Mirror Mirror, let alone four of them. There's more than four, I think. Okay. Uh, the Next Karate Kid came after Karate Kid 3, but this is the one without Jaden Smith though. There's that, there's even more.
1: What was that? Was that the one with uh Hillary Swank?
0: The Next Karate Kid? I don't even think so.
1: No wait. Okay. All right, whatever. Free Willy 4.
0: Escape from Pirate's
1: Cove. Do you Why, see- how does that thing keep getting trapped? In- <laughs> if you're, if you're Willie. Don't take the bait, Willie. Just switch to all vegetarian diet. Willie, go away. Like, live. It, I also wouldn't even stay around the same area. I would go to a completely new
0: area. <laughs> Just two left. Three Ninjas. They made four movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four was High Noon at Mega Mountain. Oh, yes, it was. <laughs> and also Wild Things. Wild Things, the uh, sexy movie with uh, Kevin Bacon, Nev Campbell. Yeah, there's they, four of them. They made four. The fourth one is called Wild Things Foursome. Okay, get it. <laughs> I think that was just straight,
1: straight porn. Mirror Mirror 2, by the way. Okay. Has Mark Ruffalo in it.
0: Wow. Yeah. So I just wanted to give you guys an idea of the quality that we should expect from part four <laughs> of Cavs Warriors. Great. Is that
1: supposed to make us hopeful, or what is it? Not
0: at all. Okay. The opposite. <laughs> yeah. You saw all the best basketball of the year already. Yeah. Until summer league.
1: Can we call this high noon at Mega Mountain?
0: I kind of Warriors Cavs high noon at Mega <laughs> Mountain. <laughs> uh, let's get into this week's dis of the week. Yo, mama is so fat. We got a double header diss from Joel Embiid. Oh yeah, he's. He's back just where he's most comfortable playing in pickup games in the parks of Philadelphia and uh, tweeting, trolling tweets on Twitter. Immediately after the Celtics lost Game 7 to the Cavaliers, Embiid tweeted, Now we're on the same couch, LOL. You know, because he was making fun of Aaron Baines and other Celtics, and Celtics fans just kept tweeting at him. You know, you're sitting at home on your couch, and we're still playing in the playoffs here. Got him. There's also some footage of Embiid playing against just five foot five white guys in the park of Philadelphia. Oh, man, that's so great. And uh, he, he goes to pull a move on a guy. He bounces the ball off of his defender's face and then windmill <laughs> dunks all over him. <laughs> yeah. Quite a diss. Steve Kerr last night made an appearance on Inside the NBA. He said, quote, I thought I was going to be back with you guys at halftime. Oh, yeah. Meaning he was going to get fired, be working back at TNT. Chuck said, no, that's only if you would have taken the Knicks job. Oh, it's true. I, think,
1: I, I do think about that more than I should probably. What would happen if Kerr took that
0: job? Stan Van on the Warriors. Matt, in the past four years now, the Cleveland Cavaliers have had as many finals appearances as the Cleveland Browns have had wins. Oof. Sick burn. There was a fan... With a sign at Game Six of the Rockets Warriors game that had a picture of Donald Trump on it, uh-huh. it read "Grab him by the Durant." That's a reach. <laughs> I
1: I'm not sure I'm gonna. Give, I'm not sure. Roseanne Barr it. was holding that. Okay, sign. thank you. Uh,
0: the winner, topical. <clears throat> The winner of this week's diss of the week came from Kevin O'Connor, who dropped this one in the NBA Ringer pod this morning. Cavs versus Warriors Part Four is going to be straight to DVD trash.
1: Oh, perfect. <laughs> That fits in line with high Noon at Mega Mountain.
0: <laughs> it's inspiring. Yeah. On the next episode of Brick House. Going to have more finals talk, more summer free agent and draft rumors. The blonde boys of the NBA's are like cicadas that live throughout the NBA season, no doubt surviving on, you know, crumbs and, and uh, nutrients in the air. Yes, of course. But they rise from their underground lairs and thrive in the chaos and speculation <laughs> of the offseason. Until then, let's just cross our fingers and hope the fourth installment of Cavs Warriors is better than Three Ninjas High high Noon at Mega Mountain. (laughs) Talk to you next week on the next episode of Brick House.